This is the Apartment Building Investing Podcast with Michael Blanc, episode 109. Let's do it. You're listening to the Apartment Building Investing Podcast, where we'll talk about all aspects of buying apartment buildings with a special focus on raising money from others. And now, your host, Michael Blanc. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. My name is Michael Blanc. I'm really excited here to learn with me about apartment building investing. Today, I'm going to talk all about the law of the first deal. Now, if you've been around me for a while, you hear me talk about this a lot. It's such a curious, interesting phenomenon that I keep bringing it up over and over again. So what I want to do on this episode is really drill down on law and the first deal. What is it? Why does it work? Am I making this up? Are there real world examples of this? And then how can you use the law of the first deal to figure out how long it'll take you to quit your job? All right, so this is what we're going to talk about in today's episode. This is going to be me, and we're going to jump right into this here. So the curious law of the first deal really came about because I was just fascinated with people who have quit their jobs of real estate, and I started studying this stuff. And through studying this stuff and talking to other people, I realized that while most people start with single-family house investing, they quietly end up actually quitting their jobs with multifamily. And when you ask them if they do anything differently, they'd say, I would have skipped a single family house. And I'm exactly in the same camp. I had a very, very similar experience. And most people that quit their jobs actually follow the same path. So I began to study this thing. And what I found was the law of the first deal, normally the first deal is the hardest to do. It tends to be the smallest and it took the longest. Then what happens is the second and third deals follow in rapid, almost automatic succession. And by the third deal, they had replaced their income. And it really didn't matter how first a big deal was, whether you started with a 100-unit deal or you started with a duplex, it doesn't really matter. And this is the most important thing, that people achieve their financial freedom within two to three years, not of their first deal. It's actually from the time they decided to do multifamily, right? So it's a decision point that actually triggers the law of the first deal. It's not actually the first deal itself. That's a very important thing. So from the time you sit there and you honestly decide that you're going to do multifamily. From that point forward, you're two to three years away from quitting your job. It's like 90% of people have gone down this path. And this is the pattern is so consistent that I call it the law of the first deal, which says this, the first multifamily deal of any size results in financial freedom within three to five years. Now, the truth is, it's actually more like one to three years. I'm just saying three to five years, be a little more conservative. But in reality, and I'll, I'll share with some of those with you, people can quit their jobs within one to three years of making the choice. That's how powerful that, that first deal is. You probably don't believe me, or maybe you do, if you listen to my podcast for a while. If you haven't, I'm going to introduce you to some of the people who I've interviewed in the past, and I use kind of as case studies, and there's four of them. I have more of them. But one is Drew Niffen. If you want to listen more about Drew Niffen, it was episode 27. So it's themichaelblank.com forward slash session 27. So here's his progression. New Year's Eve 2014. He decides multifamily. He's had too much of the single family house, wasn't able to get to his goals. Three months takes him to do a three unit, one month, four unit, another two months, 32 unit. And six months after that, he quits his job because now he's seeing a pipeline of much larger deals develop. So it took him 12 months from the time he decided New Year's Eve 2014 to actually quit his job with multifamily. Brad Tasha, episode 73 themichaelblank.com forward slash session 73, January 2015. He decides to pursue multifamily strategy. He also had a five single family rentals, decided he couldn't quit his job with that and decides to do multifamily. Takes him 12 months to do his first deal with 12 unit, 12 months, five months, 12 unit, plus four months, 63 units. 
and he replaces his income in just under two years. So you notice how the deals are getting progressively bigger and they're also getting faster once the law of the first deal is triggered. Tyler Sheff, episode 72, decides to do a multifamily strategy, takes leave of absence, gives himself six months leave of absence to get it done. Otherwise, he would go back to a job. Takes him six months. And what he does is it moves his family into a fourplex. So he was really motivated, had no interest in going back to his job. But it took him six months. And actually, he didn't meet his goal in six months. But he saw what was happening with regards to the pipeline. And within three months, he had done a 10-unit. And another three months, another 12-unit. And he replaced his income that he had whittled down. So it took him 12 months from the time he decided to get into multifamily to quit his job. Joseph Goslin, episode 78. Early 2015, decides to pursue a multifamily strategy when the duplex thing wasn't working out for him. And it took him a long time to do his first deal. It took him two years to do his first deal, which was a 22 unit. And he had a bunch of challenges. Listen to his podcast. It's good. Two years took him a really long time. But then within six months, he does a big 102 unit deal and he replaces his income. And that took him two and a half years. Tyler Sheff and Drew took him one year to replace it. Brad took him just under two years and Joseph two and a half years. I see this over and over again with a lot of the first deal. And that is why all my resources I have, my online program, my coaching program, my mentorship program, all these things, they're all geared to helping you do your first deal. So once you're done, listen to the podcast and consuming all my blog posts and YouTube articles. Go over to the michaelblank.com forward slash products and take a look at the, some of the training that I have available for you because that's what that's geared to do. And it's all with the assumption that you don't have any prior experience and you don't have any of your own money. Okay. And so we're going to teach you how to overcome both of those things on the training. Now, why does all this stuff work? Why does the law of the first deal, why does it work? Here's why. When you do your first deal, you become a magnet. You become a magnet for deals and money. So what happens after your first deal is brokers who kind of watching you from distance going, oh my gosh, this guy, this guy, he's serious. He just closed a 22 unit deal. And what they do now is they start, because they're lazy, they call you up and go, hey, I got this deal coming up next week. I don't have anything prepared. I got the rent roll and the T12. You know, uh, we got to come in right around, you know, this price. If you come in around that price, I think we got ourselves a deal. I don't have to list this thing. And you get what's called off-market deals or pocket listings. Okay. And you get that. You can get it before you do your first deal, but certainly after you get your first deal, they come out of the woodwork. The second thing, same with your investors. So let's say there's a few investors that you were able to convince to invest with you first, and they're like on the sidelines. They weren't quite sure. You close that first deal, and you tell them, you know, it took me just a week to kind of get the investors together. You know, next time around, you know, you got to move a little quicker. And they see this and go, my gosh, I better get on this next one. And they kind of see now the second deal that the first deal is, is over, and now they get off the fence. So all of a sudden, they get off the fence and they want to invest with you and then they blab about it to all their friends. So you become this money magnet as well. And also what happens and the reason the deals get bigger is because your comfort zone now expands. And this happens literally without fail, which is why all the deals keep getting bigger and bigger. And it's because once you do, let's say, a 10 unit and you get in there and you're, you know, you're at the property, you're meeting with contractors, you're the, with a property manager, you're the seller and you spend so much time with this property your comfort zone all of a sudden, whoosh, wherever, if you're at a duplex right now, it immediately goes to 10 units. And probably at that point, your comfort zone goes to at least 20. Okay. And this is why the law of the first deal, the progression that I see is this. And this is just a progression. It doesn't matter where you start, but let's say you start at a duplex. First deal is duplex. The second one is typically going to be 10 units. The third one is going to be 30 units and it's 50 units. And then it's plus at that point, right? So once you're in the 50 plus range, 
uh, 100 units, 150 units is in the realm of possibility. So what happens is your comfort zone keeps expanding as well as your ability to raise capital right along these lines I'm talking about. So you kind of pick your favorite entry point. If it's not duplex, let's say you could start with a 10 unit. Well, the second one's going to be 30 and the third one's going to be 50. Within three deals, you control about 100 units. That's a progression. And it's very, very rare for someone to keep buying 10 units. Very, very rare because of this phenomenon of the law of the first deal in the comfort zone expanding. So let's use that now to our advantage. How long will it take me to quit my job? We have almost all the variable pieces where we can kind of plan. We can literally plan. And this is really exciting. So this is step one is to determine the average income per unit. Now, this is going to vary a little bit based on your circumstances and how you do the deal. For example, if you use all your own cash and it's a stable deal, then your average cash flow is going to be higher earlier. Versus if you're raising money as a syndicator and you're doing a value add, there's going to be less cash per unit and it's going to be a little later. So you're going to need a good financial model to kind of figure that out and kind of figure, well, how am I slicing the pie here? Am I doing a 70-30 split, 80-20 split? Is it a value add deal? Is it more of a stabilized situation? And the best tool for that, of course, is the syndicated deal analyzer. And you can find that also under the product section of the michaelblanc.com. And you just need a good financial model, whether you're that one or something else. But I'm going to generalize a little bit, okay? It's always a little dangerous when you generalize because the actual is going to be a bit different. But we're going to assume right now that the average cash flow for a syndicated deal is $100 per unit. And this is not just made up. This is based on several past deals. And this is the average over five years. So if you're creating value, then maybe the cash flow in year one might be more like $50 a year. And it kind of goes up. Year three, it's 100, and then it goes 120 and say 135 over time. So the average cash flow per unit is $100 per month. But let's say, let's just be a little, a little more conservative. Let's say you partner with a more experienced syndicator. You haven't done this before, and so you're going to bring on someone more experienced. You have to give up some of the deal to bring on someone more experienced. So instead of you getting the entire $100, let's say you're giving up 70% on the deal, and let's say your partner raises all the money. And then maybe you did a 50-50 split on your second deal, and then you did the third deal all by yourself. So let's assume the average income per unit for the first three deals across those three is $75. Okay, so the first deal is going to be skinny, and the third deal is going to be more you because now you have experience. But let's say it's $75 across the board over those first three deals. Okay, so far so good? That step number two is try to figure out how many units do you need. And for that, you've got to figure out what your rat race number is. Rat race number is how much money per month do you need to cover your living expenses? Okay, so you should know that. If you don't know that, then it might be a really, really good idea to sit down and look at what you spent over the last three months and figure that out. And then possibly figure out what you can do to reduce your expenses because the lower you get your expenses, the faster you'll achieve your goal. So figure out what that number is. Let's say for right now that it's $7,500. If I could generate $7,500 of passive income I could certainly quit my job. Now, I'm not living like a king, but I'm covering my basic living expenses and I don't need to work. Now, obviously, I'm probably going to keep doing something. I'll probably keep doing apartment buildings and grow that number two wherever I want to. But that's like my first milestone. All right, great. So how many units do I need? So let's assume my rat race number is 7,500 bucks a month, passing income, and my projective income per unit average is $75. So which means that I would need to control about 100 units to achieve my rat race number. So in my head, I'm thinking 100 units. Okay, now let's figure out how long this takes. And I already gave you a hint here with regards to that because we already have some data points now due to the curious law of the first deal. So think in your mind, the first deal is going to take between three and 18 months. 
from the time you decide to do multifamily, not from the time you do your first deal, from the time you decide. And this is a funny thing about decisions because sometimes we lie to ourselves. This kind of baffles me sometimes when we have coaching students spend, you know, $15,000, take the credit card, sign up for a coaching program, and two months later, they stop coming to coaching calls, they get a little busy, they got the travel here, they got this going on. And you're like, you're scratching your head going, man, I could have sworn this person was serious when they signed up six weeks ago. And apparently they weren't. Conversely, people who just get stuff done. When I probe them on my podcast or in conversation, when I really probe, I can, in most cases, trace it back to a single moment in time when they can boom, and now enough is enough. And they decide in that moment that they have to change their life and that really nothing else is acceptable. Their current situation, their job, as good as it might be, is totally unacceptable. They have to have this to work. And in their mind, they have decided. That's the kind of decision I'm talking about here. And this is why I love this quote by Tony Robbins. It's in your moments of decision that your destiny is shaped. Actually, if you're looking at the video, it's right behind me. And it's so true. It's in moments of decision that your destiny is shaped. So really consider that decision. And if you truly make that decision, the universe has no choice but to give you that which you've already decided to be true, which is you're going to quit your job with multifamily. So from that point forward, it will take you three to 18 months to do your first deal. I typically have people, look, take some pressure off, think 12 months, think 12 to 18 months. But there's plenty of people that have done deals within three months, literally of signing up to my program or somebody else's, they just get it done. Okay, maybe there's a little luck involved here in the right place, but they're working the system and they get a deal done within 90 days. Or maybe they start with a smaller one. If you start with a duplex, you can do a duplex within 90 days. Not really a big problem. So first deal, three to 18 months. Now the second deal then happens within the next six months and the third deal within the next six months after that. So the total elapsed time is gonna be, depending on when you do your first deal, one to three years. That's the elapsed time. So again, now you pick your favorite entry point. So if I'm replacing $75 in income, that means I probably have some amount of money and I probably know some people with money. So I would probably start with a 10 unit. I do a 10 unit, 30 unit, 50 unit, right? And that's 90 units. There's three deals right there, plus or minus. Now, if I'm replacing, say, 5,000 in expenses, I might start with a duplex. I'll do a duplex, a 10 unit, and a 30. That's 32 units. So it really depends on what your entry point is and what you're trying to do and what your personal situation is. Now, you can very clearly decide what does your first deal look like. Now, you have a very concrete plan. You have a two to three year plan. Your first deal is going to be a 10 unit. And now your plan becomes crystal clear. Now you can leverage all this information, all this data and research I've done to your advantage by simply focusing on the first deal. Sometimes it can be so overwhelming when you're thinking about, oh my gosh, I need to quit my job. That's really what I want. I need 100 units. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And you get so overwhelmed that you never actually do anything. Take that off the table. We just boil it down to one thing, the one thing. And that's your first deal, right? So this is the process you can use to kind of figure out, hey, what is my entry point? You know, let's say it's a 10 unit. Well, now I can wrap my head around that. I can start looking at 10 to 20 unit deals. I can start raising money for that kind of deal. And now I can focus everything. I don't have to worry about buying a 50 unit two years down the road because the law of the first deal almost guarantees that that's just going to come to you after your first deal. You don't have to try very hard at all. This is why the law of the first deal makes me so excited. I really want to celebrate you guys that have done your first deal. In fact, if you've done your first deal and you've been influenced by me in any way in a podcast or my course or anything like that, I really want to hear from you. So go find me on wherever you, you want, LinkedIn, my email, the website, the show notes here. Just find me and let me know that you've done your first deal and that I've maybe influenced you in some way because I track the stuff. I really want to track two things. I want to track people who've done deals 
and then people who've actually quit their jobs because that's what we're all about. And the more case studies we have, the more it inspires other people, the more it inspires me and keeps me kind of keep going what we're doing here. So let me hear from you. If you guys have done a deal or you've actually quit your job recently, that's perfect. I'd love to have you on the podcast. So contact me, either one. I want to hear from you guys if I've helped you or influenced you in any way to do your first deal. So anyway, I hope that was inspiring. Make use of the law of the first deal and get it done. All right, you guys, with that, I'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Apartment Building Investing Podcast with Michael Block. For more free podcasts, articles, and videos, go to themichaelblanc.com. There, you can also download the free ebook, The Secret to Raising Money to Buy Your First Apartment Building. Till next time.